we've learned anything from these past couple of years, my fellow Americans, is that personal medical freedom and liberty are in crisis. America Out Loud Pulse brings together the top experts in healthcare-related fields to keep you a beat ahead. Welcome, folks, to America Out Loud Pulse. This is Peter Bregan. I'm a psychiatrist. This is Ginger Bregan. Hi, folks, and I'm Peter's wife. And partner in everything. Um, at this point in time, when I write something, I don't know if I'm channeling Ginger, God, or myself. <laughs> wow. Some combination thereof, hopefully. Right now, as we're finishing our new book, which is going to be a tremendous advance on understanding the global predators, I don't know how my head has put together so much. I do feel I'm empowered by others very much in this. And of course, it is another co-authored book. Uh, here's another person that empowers me today. We're interviewing Karen Kingston. Now, by the way, this show is a part of a five-day-a-week show, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're on Thursdays at five, uh, and there are wonderful doctors. McCullough's on one day, uh, our Yale associate, uh, Harvey. Dr. Reish. Harvey Reish is on another day. I mean, just a, terrific people, all of whom we know well. And... Um, you can get it and listen to it on just about any outlet that you can think of or going directly to americaoutloud.net, uh, .news, americaoutloud.news. Now, uh, also on our Substack, the way to keep in touch with us, folks, which I usually leave to the end or forget about, is our Substack, Peter and Ginger's Substack or Ginger Peter and Ginger Bregan exposing the global predators. I just put in Peter and Ginger Substack, or Peter and Ginger Bregan Substack maybe helps a little bit, and we get there. And also, we have this uh, Substack, not only is done by Ginger, but also by Ginger, is our Bregan Alerts. And it's it's going to well over 40,000 people now. And, and that's an email newsletter, folks. Free, and you get it on Bregan.com. That's a lot of information. Karen Kingston, um, when we go a little further and they see how wonderful you are, if they don't remember your last interview with us, we'll have you give your uh, ways of being uh, connected. Karen is a brilliant medical legal advisor and biotech analyst with a long career in the pharmaceutical industry and around the pharmaceutical industry. She's got a very sharp mind, um, in our pre-discussions today, she's alerted me to some errors in my thinking. I'm sure that she will educate you, whoever you are, in new ways today. Hi, Karen. Glad to have you on again. Thank you for having me. It's a blessing to, to be speaking with you and, and speaking to your audience. So thank you so much. Well, well, we're very, very grateful to have you. You were telling us about breaking news. Why don't you uh, begin there? And we'll sure. be talking a lot about vaccines today. Go ahead. So why I'm finally smiling after three years in this battle, um, big breaking news is Texas is doing Pfizer 
and it's going forward to trial. And that's related to some other breaking news. So uh, I, I, I want people to know that Attorney General Paxton is suing the corporation Pfizer for defrauding the Texans across five counts under the Deceptive Trade Practices Act. Uh, and then there's, or sorry, five claims and 18 claims. And it's $10,000 per claim across 3.5 million Texans. But just to make it simple, let's say there's 10 claims, that's $100,000. And if they win times 3.5 million, that's over a quarter trillion dollars. That's $350 billion. And Pfizer tried to move it to federal court. And the judge said, um, no, I'm sorry, under your federal contract and under the PREP Act, uh, your covered activities, you know, included manufacturing, distribution, administration. It didn't include going on a PR campaign and lying to the American people and global uh, persons. So it's a it's a wonderful claim. It's 52 pages long, a complaint. It's written kind of like a Tom Clancy novel that I would say they call out Albert Burla, the CEO, and you know they'll stay like, look. Uh, they got the Pfizer got information from Scotland showing that across a million Scottish after they got the injection, they were a thousand times more likely to be susceptible to the Omicron variant. And then what does Berla do? He goes on CNBC and says it's 100 percent again effective against these variants and 100 percent effective against the South African variant. And there was no data to, sub to substantiate that. So it's really written in a, an easy to read way. I recommend go to my Substack. I recommend you take a look at the complaint and read it. And the other interesting about it, uh, about the complaint is that see the board member, Scott Gottlieb, former FDA commissioner at, uh, at the FDA, Scott Gottlieb, board member at Pfizer, they, uh, he was trying to suppress the truth by controlling social media and Twitter. So they call him out for that. And they said, again, you know, we know that Bi the Biden administration was working with social media to suppress the truth around the mRNA injections, the COVID-19 shots. But Scott Gottlieb was acting outside of his authority underneath his contract and underneath the PREP Act when he decided to meddle with Twitter directly and tell them to shut down specific accounts, specifically, specifically Alex Berenson from The New York Times. So it's a really good complaint. And mm -hmm. Plaintiffs can join up until May 15th of this year uh, if you were injured in the state of Texas and during the year 2021. Uh, so it, I think it's going to be really tremendous. And I wish more media, you know, even alternative media was covering it because the most effective way, you know, with my 25 years in the business and over a decade just in marketing alone, the most effective way to, to get people to stop using a product altogether uh, and to get it removed from the market is, you know, have you or a loved one been injured called 1-800, you may be owed a ton of money, right? That's the best way to do it. Before the recall comes a lawsuit. That's always how it's been. You, you sue the corporations and then the drug comes off the market or the product. So I'm excited about that. Mm. And this is wonderful news, folks. I don't usually say this, but uh... This is going to be an interview that you really should spread around the country and call your Texas friends and tell them about it. This, this incredibly important information is new to me and Ginger. And what a blessing to have you on at this time. Thank and, you. And that's not the only breaking. Well, let's just oh, yeah, summarize. Let's take a minute and summarize this. This is so also, important. And, and in related news. So this, okay. this, this trial is, is not imaginary theater. 
It is shaking the boots of Pfizer. The stock plummeted, you know, uh, Pfizer stock plummeted uh, after the lawsuit was filed on November 30th of 2023. But guess who else's stock plummeted on December 1st? Wuji Biologics, which is Pfizer's Chinese-based mRNA nanoparticle manufacturing partner. It, it, it plummeted nearly $6 billion on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. They had to stop trading because Wuji and other biotech companies were plummeting on December 1st. So now fast forward to January 25th and February 2nd. So what else has happened? Um, Rep. Mike Gallagher, Republican House Representative from Wisconsin, Wisconsin, proposed something called the Biosecure Act. And in the Biosecure Act, it specifically states that the U.S. government cannot directly con contract with or contract with U.S. companies that subcontract with specific Chinese-based biotech companies because they are acting on behalf or they can be forced to act on behalf of the People's Liberation Army of the Chinese Communist Party. And he specifically says it's under Chinese law that any Chinese company can be uh, forced, they cannot deny, to give up data information or work on behalf of the CCP. Now, the CEO of Wuji Biologics was, spoke at the Chinese Military Academy. And yeah. yeah, and Mike Gallagher specifically calls that out. So that that he brought forward on dis, on January 25th and investors became aware of this in China. The uh, chairman, Dr. Li Ji, I think, put out a clarification statement saying, oh, they misrepresented our CEO's role. You know, it's common for uh, CEOs to speak to the Chinese military. It's like, yes, because you work with the Chinese military and they're considered an enemy of America. And, and Mike Gallagher points out, look, this is a major threat to national security to be sending civilian and military genetic information to China and then having them manufacture gene editing injections and send them back to be injected into our population. And in 2017, Mike Gallagher points out that China said, they put out a statement, uh, the PLA said, we don't think we can adhere, or sorry, the China, yeah, the PRC, the People's Republic of China, said we don't think we can adhere to the global war, uh, global laws against biowarfare uh, because of genomics and the new gene editing technologies. So on February, explain 7th, that a little bit. Explain that a little bit. I'm not even clear on what you mean. Oh, okay. So the genomics in genomics. So in regards to what this mRNA is, um, Dr. Malone said, it's the suite of gene editing technologies to usher in transhumanism. So it's kind of, it is a misnomer, but the use of gene editing technologies, nanoparticle technologies, CRISPR-Cas9 is to make permanent changes to the genome of biological life forms. And yes. in this case, we're talking about human beings. To make a permanent change to human biological life form or any life form is to the extinction of that life form. Yes. So, and James Clapper, who was an advisor under Clinton in 2016 said, gene editing technologies are weapons of mass destruction because they can cause the extinction of any biological life form. So I think that's, that is part of it. And so when you're collecting the genetic data specific to not just the human species, but then to your 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 race, your gender, and your 
uh, not your demographics, your culture graphics, right? So um, I don't know what that, that term is. They can now customize synthetic pathogens that we call viruses to specifically attack and be more pathogenic, more disease causing to that specific race, gender, and social um, genomic identity. So for example, people don't know this, SARS-CoV-2, the antibodies that are produced, which are not neutralizing, but the antibodies that are produced by the spike protein are more immunogenic, meaning they're, they're more disease causing, they're more inflammatory in obese people. What's the most obese country? Ding, 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 it's America, right? So, you know, you could argue that that SARS-CoV-2 virus made in the Wuhan WIV, yes, we know there's a long funding of militaries, not, it wasn't just China. We know the U S military was involved in other militaries, other universities, but you know, was that targeted towards, um, to be more pathogenic, more disease causing to Americans. So China saying, look with genomics, we, you know, we can't say that, um, we're not going to conduct experimentation on human beings where we know it's going to prevent disease, we know it's going to protect against an infection, um, we're, we can't promise we're going to do this under uh, informed consent and ethical, um, and ethical uh, clinical experimentation. So they're saying we can't promise that anymore because now we're talking with a technology that's invisible to the human eye and uh, there's an element of you know, damage that's going to be caused and chaos. But, you know, the Chinese government is just saying we're, you know, we're not going to adhere to this. I mean, and I think because it's very difficult to for attribution, because it is invisible to the human eye and so many governments and academic institutions worked on this, it's very difficult to say, okay, you're the one that's guilty for unleashing this on the civilian population. So China basically said that. But Back to February 2nd, the investors in China got wind of uh, Mike Gallagher's biosecure bill and a number of the stocks plummeted that week and Wuji plummeted another 44% and lost another, another 17 billion in, in stock value. So, so keep in mind that's Pfizer's nanoparticle mRNA partner out of China. Yeah. And then Sinobiological is Pfizer's mRNA sequencing partner out of China. So Pfizer has a lot of partners in China that manufactured the shots that went into American adults and children and civilians around the world. That's an incredible, incredible security break. It's it's un unbelievable. Yeah. And do you guys know what happened at my son's school when they were doing the PCR testing? So they put PCR testing on at my son's school, didn't tell the parents. I found out from a phone call from my my son saying, hey, mom, they want to run a PCR test on me for COVID. I said, ain't going to happen. I go down there and it's called GenBank. And they they have everything set up outside and kids are standing outside. And they were targeting my son because he wasn't vaccinated. So they were targeting the unvaccinated kids to go and get the testing. Well, this company, GenBody, I go into the NIH database. It's a company based out of South Korea. They got an $11 million grant from the NIH to collect genetic material from people who potentially could be at risk for getting flu and COVID at the same time. And then I find out, oh, guess where they have headquarters? 
Shanghai, China. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, so they were taking the genetic material from young teenage, you know, children and adults here in Southern California, because this was deployed by Chip Schooley out of UC San Diego for all San Diego schools and sending it to China, our enemies. And I should, it wasn't even just teenagers. This was being done from kindergarten up. So I got that thrown off his campus within like a week, but- um, Congratulations on the Instead of you getting thrown in jail, you got them thrown out, which is really, really good. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I know. I wasn't, I'm not in downtown San Diego. I know, right. I, get, I, I, when I called for the arrest of the mayor, I was like, I feel like they're going to be knocking on my door soon. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so these are big breaking news. Yes, and they are, they're tremendous, did. but breaking news. It also, I want to uh, just take some a little credit for Ginger and, and myself on this too, because if you go back to our original book, folks, COVID-19, The Global Predators, you'll find a discussion on Pfizer's connections to the Chinese communists. We wrote about it at length and we warned about it. I then lost track of it completely. And today you're on the show making the connections of what we predicted way back then was a disaster to be partnering through their German, the way they, I saw them doing it at the time, is they were partnering with the Chinese communists through their German company that they were partnering with. And it sounds like there are even more direct partnerships between Pfizer without the German intermediary, which is Bayern, I guess, and then all the way, uh, I mean, it's just, it's there. You're, yeah. you're elaborating on this. And very briefly, we also warned about the funding together of China and the U.S. making deadly pathogens, SARS-CoV viruses, in their joint labs. This is way back with our original publication. We called it treason. And we said Fauci was fostering treason by funding this. We'll take a break now. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our redox-based products tap into reserves within you to power your personal well-being. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. And we're back. We're back with an amazing show with Karen Kingston. 
a medical legal advisor. Could, could, I, could I touch on something that came up at the end of the last? If you don't want me to finish my description of Karen Kingston, certainly. <laughs> Go ahead and finish, but let me then. Um, and I just wanted to uh, have Karen have a chance to <laughs> have Karen. We are very intimate with each other, folks, and that when you're this close, there's these little things that go on, but we have them. I'll just finish up by asking Karen to, <laughs> to say what, uh, how to get in touch with her, and we'll do it again at the end of the show. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, the, the best way is uh, my Substack, which is karenkingston.substack. It's called The Kingston Report, but it's just karenkingston.substack.com. And that's the best place to find me. Uh, and you can you can find me on Getter and um, Twitter too. Uh, I think it's Kingston Truth there. So, but my Substack is definitely the best. And my Substack's read by uh, senators, attorneys around the world, international governments and military. So I've got a very unique subscriber base. Oh, that's fabulous. That's great. Ginger. Yeah. I wanted, uh, Karen, I wanted to ask you to, to explain briefly to our audience this concept that the PCR tests didn't just test for COVID or for the flu, but they actually collect on the inside of the nose. They collect... Uh, um, uh, biological material from the individual so that then the genetics of that person can be um, identified and recorded. Because yeah. I think this is an, an actual piece of the whole last four years puzzle that has been really under examined. And I'm not sure how many people realize when that swab went up their nose they were given a little of themselves away that was going to be recorded for posterity, probably in China. I'm glad you brought that up. It's actually the next substack. The the PCR tests, as I said, they were giving away the most precious gift um, from from God, which is the genomes of our children. So the they were giving away the the genetic makeup of our children to China. So the PCR tests. They, if you take a look at the CDC database, they never accurately diagnosed COVID-19. So that wasn't their intentions. Uh, best case scenario, 10% of people that were hospitalized or sick showed up positive. So it, it just never worked. The whole intention was to collect the genetic material and send it to adversaries of America. The PCR tests are a threat to national security. One of the largest threats to national security because you send that to China and now China can now make a synthetic pathogen uh, which we're calling a virus, which is they can engineer genetic material in nanoparticles that they can then unleash on American civilians and global civilians, and they can tailor it to children. So they can make an aerosol aerosol spray for schools. Uh, they or they can tailor, uh, you know, what's insane about Pfizer partnering with Wuji Biologics is they were making the contents of the mRNA injections, the nanoparticles. So people were injecting themselves and with possibly customized gene editing nanoparticle weapons tailored to Americans. And that can be shipped by zip code, you know? Um, so it is the, one of the biggest threats to national security is PCR testing and it should be shut down um, in America and around the globe. The only purpose. And the NIH has an open, da uh, open uh, source database of, gen of full genetic sequences that they've been collecting 
beginning in 2019 and, and they ramped it way up in 2020 with the PCR testing and it's open source. That means it's free. People, anyone from any country can go in there and log in and download the genetics of American citizens. Now you don't have their specific identity, but you can get an idea of similarities amongst Americans in regards to where there'd be vulnerabilities to uh, edit the genome to produce disease. So yeah, that's a wow. Yeah, that's that's it. I think I agree with you, Ginger. That's another breaking story that people it shouldn't be breaking and it should be covered everywhere that the PCR testing needs to be shut down. It never. Should, yeah, it should be another lawsuit, really, although. Oh, my gosh, I wish I'd gone to law school. I know. I, do <laughs> I know. I do, too. You can try. I, I'm, mess, I'm sorry. It's always I mean, been in the back of my mind. I know that ship has sailed. Yes, I knew it was. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, I feel the need for this little bit of lightness that we add to this because as I'm writing about things like this, I find that I'm running in like running into uh, spiritual holes that are suffocating. And uh, I try to bring a certain amount of lightness to these discussions because I find them really at times overwhelming the amount of evil. And I think it's important to bring in that that this isn't some accident that's going on. There is a tremendous global movement, folks, to destroy the autonomy of the United States of America. And every individual who resides here. The, really, it's the spirit of freedom they want to kill, the Constitution and our spirit of freedom. Because we are the last standing edifice partially now erect to... Uh, stop globalism, to stop uh, the uh, Bill Gates and the, you know, Klaus Schwab's and the George Soros's and the whole EU and the whole NATO and all of these organizations that essentially really think of themselves as world leaders, not leaders of countries, and see themselves identified not at all with God, not at all with patriotism, but aligned around increasing the global governance that they want to squeeze us to death with so they can be in charge. And yeah. uh, yes, honey. And the spirit of freedom is not just hyperbole because uh, I've, I've read, and I don't know if we covered this in the book, our, our first book, but I've read that, uh, that the more desirable populations that, are desirable long-term for a global government are those populations who have learned to be obedient to yes. their uh, to their national uh, entities. So the these these have uh, traditionally consisted of people in China, people in Japan, um, maybe Korea, and so forth. Um, not necessarily, in my opinion, because. Uh, Asian peoples are just more obedient, but they've had that beaten into them because of their cultural oppression that they've experienced. And when you say that America, Americans have the spirit of freedom and it's the spirit of freedom that is targeted, I, I think that makes so much sense. I had never heard it quite put that way. And I think it's important for us to sort of Hold that and remember that. Thank you. 
Well, it is something I talk about and write and write about. Um, well, the spirit of freedom, yes. And about the aim of crushing the spirit of freedom throughout the world, but in particular in the United States, because we're the one country that at least was thought going to uh, fight the globalists. Now I'm beginning to think that we are so wounded here, probably a lot by COVID, that it's the Europeans who are doing more rebellion. In, in the EU right now, we you've pointed out to me and shown me the videos of the um, farmers uh, rebelling against the EU, surrounding its main buildings in uh, Brussels and... Uh, Dumping manure outside of the EU offices. Yeah, and, and pouring wine into the streets, probably because they can't sell it. Um, so this is what's going on in the world now. So when Karen's talking, uh, it may sound like, well, wait, no, 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 no. Who in the United States is selling out the United States by making sure China gets all this stuff? Well, for one, you saw him on TV. Anthony Fauci was doing this with all his heart. And then our chief of staff of the armed services, General Milley, was calling during the Trump administration his Chinese counterpart to tell him, I'll warn you, if Trump's thinking of any kind of military action against you. Public knowledge. So, yeah. yes, there are people there who are selling us out left and right. And thank you, Karen, for your, your details about it. Yeah, well, I thank you, Dr. Bergen, for bringing up Dr. Fauci, because that NIH grant database um, I've been familiar with it for years. One of my PhDs used to write grants out of UC San Diego. Uh, and not until COVID did I realize what it was. It was nothing more than funding enemy, enemies of America to take out America and a giant bribery slush fund. So, so and that's all run by Fauci. And then when Rand Paul or some other senator questioned him, he said, oh, I don't really pay attention to what I sign off on in the funds. But I was the one that exposed the SARS-CoV-2 um, research back coronaviruses, the EcoHealth Alliance. That's, I broke that on actually Stu Peters a couple of years ago. Uh, and so that was the funding of the Wuhan Institute of Virology through EcoHealth Alliance. But other things that I found on there was uh, Duke University, Barton Haynes, they gave him $17 million to create a pan-beta coronavirus. So again, a multi-species virus from bats, civets, a reptile, so to create the synthetic pathogen. So that's in there. But then what's also alarming, if you go, we know that the colleges were amongst the most stern in enforcing vaccine mandates. And in the county of San Diego, the head of infectious disease at UC San Diego, he was trying to force the mandates in all the schools, you know, down to literally kindergarten if he could. And you'll find his name was Rep, uh, his name was uh, Chip Schooley. He got $4 million from a Tony Fauci in grants wow. through, through UC San Diego. And those grants are not tracked. It's like, um, I don't know. Think about like having a billionaire dad that just said, okay, here's, here's a few hundred thousand dollars, you know, go, you can go buy yourself a car and they don't really pay attention to what you spend it on. Right. So, so it, it really, so if you go every, whether it's Miami or, you know, Duke, you go through all these universities that was really strict on the, on the kids and you'll find, or the students, you'll find that, that Fauci wrote grants to them. And then if you find like at one university, why were they making people get meningitis vaccines? You'll see that there's probably seven or $8 million in grants for meningitis research. So to a particular department head at that university. 
so it's just pure evil. I mean, we were sold out. We were, we were America, it's posterity was sold to the devil for some silks and pieces of silver. I mean, that's what this comes down to. And I'm just shocked at how many people went along with this because it's not just, uh, I told the story of the monkey's paw the other day on a show where that's from like early 1900s where a major um, came to the door of the White's family and said, here's a monkey's, the, the monkey's paw, you can make a wish and someone will get harmed, but they're going to be hundreds of miles away from you and you're going to get, you know, millions of dollars. So that that's the story. So the idea is like, well, if it's not going to hurt me and I'm going to make millions of dollars, then people, you know, uh, we don't act that way, but some people act that way. But with this technology, you can't run from the, you can't run from it. It's going to come back to you. You, you, you are polluting the genome of the entire human species, as well as the genome of all biological life forms. And in Japan, just about a month ago, top Japanese scientists and doctors out of top universities, you know, Kyoto and Tokyo gave a press conference. They did a systemic review of thousands of papers. And they said the, both the mRNA and the nanoparticles and the spike proteins are toxic to humans. They said the Chinese doctors and scientists, Dr. Fukushima specifically said, this is not just the greatest threat to humanity. It's the greatest threat to the planet and all biological life forms. And Dr. Fukushima reprimanded and rebuked the medical community for claiming to be experts in biology and medicine, thinking they, oh, this is a vaccine, it's safe and effective, go for it. And he said, you're a fuel fools and you threw, hum threw humanity down a, a eternal abyss of hell. It was, I've, I've done business in Japan. I have never seen a professional Japanese uh, businessman speak that way. It was as close to fury as you would uh, find in its book of Romans, what, 122, those <laughs> who professed to be wise became fools. So the, the three things you mentioned, nanoparticles, mRNA technology, and spike protein. Spike, oh, the spike. Yeah, well, um, oh my gosh, I'm asking you favors, and I asked you before you even got in the air favors, but I'd love a link to that. Oh, yeah, the, the, I, I transcribed the doctor, the Japanese press conference, and it is, um, it's phenomenal. So people are waking up, and we know Tucker Carlson had Dr. Latipo on, Surgeon General Latipo from Florida, mm -hmm. um, and people mocked me for calling this demonic, but when 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 you talk about tampering with the human genome, no, it's demonic. Demonic it is, is good. I like it. Demonic. Yeah. Well, Latipo called it the Antichrist technology. The these gene editing injections on Dell Big Tree, and um, you know Brent Weinstein said they shouldn't be injected in any human beings. And then you know, recent like you're just talking about attacking the spirit of freedom and humanity and free will, right? The spirit of free will. So Tucker and Jordan Peterson were just in Canada and Tucker Carlson said, this is a demonic spirit. And Jordan Peterson and him were saying, look, these global elites, Bill Gates, as you were just saying, Dr. Bregan, uh, not Albert Berla, um, Klaus Schwab, they're saying the world's overpopulated, that it, they're they're talking about humans as if it's a rodent infestation infestation. Yes. And so Jordan Peterson says, okay, so they're saying we are an infestation of humans. So that means they want to exterminate a certain percentage of humans, 
right? So you have to acknowledge that. So who are they going to target, right? Who gets to remain? And he goes, and how do they do it? They said they're going to do it. They're doing it. You have to think about who are they targeting and how are they going to do it? So people just need to have that conversation. We, across all countries, we have the highest excess death rate amongst children and adults and healthy adults in the history of the countries. And in 2021, I'm the only one that reported on this as well. In 2021, we lost a million elderly, 85 and older, the most vulnerable. That was a senicide. The population was supposed to increase by 200,000 in 2021. It decreased by a million. It had been steadily increasing two or 300,000 a year for the last 10 years. Nobody talking about that either. So we had a, a culling of the entire population. And I think people need to talk about that. And they're, they're not, they're not, they, they need to wake up. I, you're, you were talking about how in Europe they're rebelling. It's as if in America, people are still I, deceived, I guess. I, I don't know, or unless it's, unless they're ashamed and, you know, they feel like they took part in this, they're guilty to talk about it. I don't know what's going on. Terrified and exhausted. And I'm afraid, worst of all, that it's partly an emotional blunting from all the psychiatric drugs and all the vaccines. I mean, they yeah. have in common. We have a. We also have a, a column on this um, on the uh, on our uh, Substack, but and with a lot of working and thinking with Ginger, you know, I'm looking at that the work that I did on the blunting of the mind and emotions by psychiatric drugs dovetails with the effects of long COVID and with the effects of the vaccines. So they're really getting us. We'll come back in a minute or two to one of the more interesting interviews we've ever conducted. When God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, 
a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. And we're back to Karen Kingston, amazing researcher, amazing person. Um, do you have a book coming out by chance? I don't have a book coming out, so. Um, but I, I, I would love to help contribute to some books, <laughs> to your book. Well, we love that. And um, I would like to see in a chapter in our book um, everything you're saying today. I mean, you could almost just go through this, uh, rewrite this, we could send you the transcript, you could rewrite <laughs> this transcript, and then folks, you could read this in a completely perfectly laid out chapter when our new book comes out. Um, and uh, that, I mean, I, I was going to tell you that afterward, but you brought it up right here, and I think folks are get a kick out of hearing people working together right on the, right on the airways. Well, this is, uh, in two of the three segments, has been incredibly informative. Um, where would you like to take it at this point? Um, I could come up with some things. I'm just interested in what What do you want to say that you can't necessarily always say? Because you can talk about your deepest beliefs and feelings here and knowledge. Oh, I, you know, I, I think where I my heart saddened is I, I, it's been three years now and I, and I don't know how to wake people up. You know, um, I can tell you that when I was working in Florida and I met with victims, there was this mentality of, we just don't want this to happen to anyone else. We don't want to make a lot of trouble, you know, but then when I showed them the October 22nd, 2020 meeting that the FDA had with manufacturers and they listed out myocarditis, you know, neurological disorders, blood clotting, strokes, convulsions, deaths, pregnancy outcomes, which is stillbirths, spontaneous abortions, miscarriages, and infertility. Uh, they got angry, and that was righteous anger. They should be angry. And I, I wish I knew how to wake people up. And I think we've been, we are, you know, what's the expression, the best way to control your opposition is to lead it. And the freedom movement has been controlled. We've been denied discussing the information that's the most powerful to wake people up, um, which is the data that was filed with the FDA. I, I looked at the data from Moderna. I'm sure it's damning as well. I target Pfizer because as a strategist in the industry, you target the giant and they left themselves vulnerable. And they're the household name that people know. So many people who even probably got a Moderna shot, they might not even know. They probably thought they got a Pfizer shot. That's just the way the branding works. Yeah. So that's one of the things. And then, you know, I was attacked, you know, socially, financially, physically, because I talked about nanotechnology and nanotechnology. Yeah. And, and so if you can't identify the weapon or the enemy, how can you defeat it? And why I found that so bizarre is that the term nanotechnology, it's a its a trillion dollar industry. It was $3 trillion, I believe, in 2015. Nature is one of the most prestigious peer-reviewed publications. They have a publication called Nature Nanotech. And when I talked about nanotech, everyone's like, she's trying to make us sound crazy. Cuckoo, cuckoo. 
Well, if you were talking to a microbiologist and he talked about viruses, would you say, how can you talk about viruses? You sound crazy. No, this is the nomenclature of the industry. Yeah. Industry always was in the lab. Nanotech was used at Thermo Fisher Scientific, which, you know, they acquired Life Tech. It was used in, in, in vitro and in, in test tubes and in Petri dishes and in the mice. They didn't put it in the humans because when they put it in the humans, it caused intentionally, I believe, you know, spontaneous artificially induced genetic diseases and death. So it stayed in the lab. And when we came out of the lab and I'm like, this demonic technology is now out of the lab and being used in our injections for drugs. And it's been used to create synthetic meat, synthetic biology. And ever, and I was attacked and, and called controlled opposition. And, and that's, Controlled opposition is controlling your thoughts. If you don't have the words to articulate what's being done, you can't think about what's being done to you. And yeah. that's where I'm, um, I so, don't know what to do. There's a I, very specific incident about this with Robert Malone and the that wonderful Canadian uh, ER doc, who had the background in biology and biochemistry. I'm blanking on Dr. his Dr. Nagase. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, that, that he um, brought up nanotechnology in a Zoom call that was involving Malone. And um, Malone uh, I, uh, got up and left the room came back in a few minutes and announced you can't discuss nanotechnology. He brought up ADE too, I think. But Dr. He, Brian, I understand this is a multi-trillion dollar industry. Yeah. Right. And but it's not, that, and yeah. it's, it's also not regulated. In 2007, the in America, the, the industry titans went yeah. to the FDA yeah. and they said, how do we regulate this? You know, the FDA is like, we should prove regulations. And the, FDA, and the, and the titans of industry said, We'll regulate ourselves. If a consumer is hurt, then the buck stops with us. That was what was done. Mm. So that makes them extremely vulnerable. But if you can't see the technology and you're told it doesn't exist, then you're never going to sue the mm. manufacturer. You know, there, there are connections that can be made that are so bizarre, but folks... It's not conspiracy theory. It's this giant plan that's pretty clear about what the globalists are doing. They want this um, meat, you know, uh, artificial meat in part. It's a way of controlling us. It's a way of taking over industries by having artificial alternatives, and then you can ban the industries. We create hunger. But it, it fits with being able to control food and hunger around the world, but also with the fake... Uh, idea of you know that the cows are destroying the world by farting basically and so yeah. uh, they're adding to the uh global warming and uh we have to stop them and it all fits to a pattern so what i want to suggest to people is that every time you hear something weird fake meat nanotechnology in it people pushing fake meat Farmers being run out of business in, in Europe and protesting think what big picture would make sense out of it. And the big picture is that there is a global governance that is being built. It's strengthening every second probably around the world. 
It involves people who believe not in nations, not in patriotism, definitely not God, none of them, definitely not in higher values, definitely don't treasure human beings, definitely don't believe in individual freedom. You read a book by Yuval Harari, who was one of their spokesmen, and it's absurd unless you realize the book is about don't treasure yourself or anybody else. You're a bunch of pigs, not even pigs. You're nobody. Your songs, uh, one place Harari says, Beethoven's music is no objectively better than a wolf's howl, but it's technologically more complex. Bizarre things of leaving out the human being, the sense of aesthetics, the love, the understanding. And this is who they are. They're running us. They've got their president in uh, office now. He's run by Obama and other people. Clearly, he can't run himself. And they're run by this giant, giant technological uh, governance that is not run by technologists, but by extreme predators at the top who use the technologists. And this is what's going on. And if you don't know that, you can't make sense out of it. Biden's not a mistake. He's a stand-in for huge powers in the world. It's not a mistake we have a president who's incompetent, literally the poor guy, who's been used probably by his wife and by other people. It's there for a reason. The borders are open for a reason. Take down America. The, the uh, stopping our energy independence and stopping the pipelines that made us energy independent, it's not a mistake. All of this is one all-encompassing issue. And I'm not selling Donald Trump because as much as Trump fought the globalists, he announced he was a globalist, so they immediately announced they'd impeach him in the Washington Post even before he came to office. So Trump has faced horrific odds for his anti-globalism. But what does he do? He completely succumbs to the globalists and imposes on us the uh, Operation Warp Speed. And he, and he was the one to risk his life and maybe his family's lives by really standing up and saying, no matter what you do, you're not going to inject our people. Get out of here. He didn't do it. And he's, now he won't apologize for it. So I'm not, I'm not even drawing sides here. It's not Republican. It's not Democrat. It's everybody flawed in their attachments to the global powers. That's how you get rich. That's how you get powerful. There are 400 billionaires in China who got much more rich. There are 600 billionaires in America that got much more rich off of all of this, fabulously more wealthy. They know each other. They relate to each other. They go to meetings together. They work through the government. It's real, folks. It's absolutely real. I'll take a breath. Yeah, I think people just don't realize the demonic spirit behind this. And yes. That, and, and that there's very, unfortunately, I find there's very few leaders who fear God more than they fear man. And and I think that they're just not acknowledging that. And then in regards to our country being invaded and destroyed right before our eyes, and no one is aware of this, it reminds me, Jordan Peterson, when he paraphrased Carl Jung, if you don't acknowledge that there's evil in the world, you'll be annihilated to the exact level of your naivete. And to me, that says, look, when you're dealing with sociopathy and psych psychopathy and that dark triangle, these people 
when they have harmful intentions for you, they don't tell you that. They tell you whatever it is you need to hear so that they that you trust them. And so that they get you into a weakened state where you're trapped. And then that's when you're going to be harmed, when you have no chance of fighting back. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know how to wake people up. I've been saying this for three years. We don't have it in our individual power. Let me leave you. The I know, it's God. Right? God never said, Peter, go out there and fix the world. I know. I know. It's an, you know, it's. All we can do, I think it is worth talking about this at the end. All we can do is bring our gifts to the battle and take the level of risks we're willing to take. Ginger and I take much higher risks. You take much higher risks than most people. I don't even criticize the people who don't take the risks because I don't know what their gifts are and what God's orders are for them. Yeah. But for some of us, it's very clearly bring our gifts to the battle. And uh, and even we, certainly Ginger and I, we there's certain things we might not do. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they are, and I wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> um, but, but we're pushing it as hard as we can. And you know, Karen, there's nothing in the Bible that says, and humans shall triumph, the good humans will triumph on earth. There's just nothing like that anywhere. And it really helps me to think about that and say, I'm doing this, I mean, I'm 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 running into what feel like bloody brick walls emotionally, trying to describe this whole thing to people with a lot of help from Ginger and Ginger doing a lot of related work. Um, but I'm not guaranteed success. I'm supposed to do what I can do. Um, and if there was the power for people like you and me to have huge, huge impacts, it only comes by being evil. Evil can have a huge impact. Hitler, Stalin, Mao, you can kill between the three of you 200 million people, probably, non-civilians. I mean, civilians, not even combatants, by being evil. But by being good, you know, being Gandhi, being Martin Luther King, being the people that I most admire. Um, You're a martyr, huh? You become a martyr. You become a martyr, and you have to accept that, and you certainly don't triumph. Yeah. It just doesn't happen here on earth. And that that's, you know, probably why most of the people I work with are Christians. Because, I'm Jewish, Jewish Christian, because there's an anticipated triumph in heaven. Um, and I think that's a good thing to have at your side. But folks, you don't, don't, don't kick yourselves because you know you can't have a big impact or whatever. Just behave in a principled fashion. That's what we need. You figure out your principles and you live your life in confrontation with these people or not. And I don't know whether the man who's a marvelous husband and father isn't ahead of me if he's a better husband and father and never did anything to reform anybody. So I'm open to what God may decide is the best way. But but choose your way, choose your gifts, choose what you love to do, and be open. Don't be dumb. Don't be stupid. That does make you very vulnerable, mm. um, as you were saying. But everywhere there is duplicity. I mean, it, I wouldn't even bring up in any detail what I know about Carl Jung that would give you make you shiver in public. Oh. Um because he got to be a powerful man by speaking so and to live by being associated with Nazis. 
Um, so all the, many, many of the great people taught us great things are great because they have, in part, bad connections. Because they're great on earth. They're great on earth. Right. That's right. That the greatness on earth doesn't necessarily reflect actual, genuine, good works. Being famous, being famous isn't a guarantee of good works. No, no. And Lord Acton said, not only did he say that, uh, um, you know, uh, power corrupts and uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely, he also said in the same sentences, a, a powerful man is almost always a bad man. And that's just the way this thing works. Mm. And it's worth looking at. I mean, and the story of Jesus is the uh, crucifixion and then the spiritual surpassing of it. And the story of Moses is he frees the Jews and dies before he gets to see the promised land. So it's all very complicated. But be the good person you want to be. Be the alert person you want to be. Make the contributions you want to contribute. Does that make sense to you, Karen? It it does. I, I get in my mind in the flesh, though, and you want to, you know, you want yeah. to throw your cape on and save the world. Like not not say not to get not to get credit for it. You just right. yeah. You just it's. Um, but when you're doing so much more than the vast number of human beings on Earth, we love and respect you. You're very high on our very much on yes. our feelings scale. are mutual. Feelings are absolutely mutual. Thank you. Well, we have just 22 minutes left and seconds. 22 seconds left. And maybe I'll just, I don't say prayers. Maybe I'll just say a little prayer for God to bless us and bless all of our listeners and to bless all of us as we try to find our way through this world today, loving as much as we can and being as loving as possible. Amen. Amen.